Welcome to TTELT, Teaching Tips for English Language Teachers. I'm Dr. Gina Rhodes. Let's get started. This week on TTELT, we're going to hear from Brian Atencia, and he's going to talk about his MOOC camps that he did with the RELO in his region. So um, hopefully we can learn a lot about how they organize their MOOC camps, and maybe you can do one in your region. If you'll remember, Brian Atencia is the one who interviewed me for Inspiring Educators. If you haven't listened to the interview yet, check it out. Okay, so in this episode of TTELT, we have Brian Atencia. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Oh, definitely, Doctor. So, uh, good day, good afternoon, good evening to all the listeners of your podcast, Doctor. Uh, my name is Brian Atencia. I'm a licensed senior high school teacher in a private school here in our country. And uh, I've been teaching for the past, uh, I think it's almost eight years. The longest time is with my online students because I started as an online ESL teacher. And I also earned my uh, TESOL and TEYL certification because of, you know, working online teaching my students. And after that, uh, I have two years, almost two years experience with face-to-face uh, -face teaching. I started teaching uh, senior high school students, uh, grades 11 and 12. And currently, I'm, uh, I'm teaching my students English courses and life skills, uh, yeah, life skills course, to be exact, entrepreneurship. How did you become interested in media literacy? All right, let's uh, jump into that uh, very interesting question. Uh, before I, I started teaching, doctor, I was working in a BPO industry for an Australian telecommunications company, and promoting the company through media made me realize that it, it works with the company where I'm working from. Why don't I try it out with the education field that I'm currently part of? So I started to take up this uh, massive open online course, or as what we call MOOC. It is provided by uh, universities in the United States through the Regional English Language Office of the U.S. Embassy in the Philippines. And after finishing that course, I saw the beauty of promoting education through different modes of media, such as, you know, uh, television, radio. That's why I fell in love with podcasts and with the internet because lots of our learners are, you know, they are really dwell in internet. So why don't I incorporate it with the thing that they really love to use? And after doing that, I started to become an advocate of using media in promoting education. Why did you decide to do the, the webinar? All right. Uh, the reason that uh, we started, okay, I, I'll be adding all my colleagues in here. That's why I'll use we. We decided to start it, doctor, because of the amount. Let, let me uh, focus on the amount of trainings because before this uh, pandemic situation occurred, uh, 
uh, we are already providing webinars to both uh, government and private teachers. And we are really concerned with the amount that they're paying because, you know, you're going to be paying up to $50 just for a training, which really costs a lot. And as you know, it's not that we're not earning that much in this profession. So we decided that why don't we provide these three courses that we have just finished and let's ask support to our fellow, you know, those fellows who finished the MOOC courses. And luckily, the Rello supports this advocacy. And the very first webinar that we did, we are really nervous, but the excitement is still there because the real reason is we wanted to share what we've learned. You know, doctor, as an educator, learning doesn't stop after you've graduated from college, after you took your master's degree, your doctor's degree. So that's the reason why this webinar has started here. That's great. I think that's fabulous. Um, how do you think that your webinars benefit the teachers? All right. So uh, I saw that this webinar is really uh, benefiting for the teachers who took this because, uh, number one, uh, most of the teachers who finished the webinar used the ideas. For example, the English for Media Literacy. We have a subject here that talks about media literacy. So the ideas that they've learned, because uh, I, would, uh, I would say this, not just because, you know, to appreciate the universities in the United States, but they are really advanced when it comes to the ideas, to the learnings. So the teachers were amazed and they said, if they can use it, why don't we try it? So they tried it. And the students are really enthusiastic on the time of their media literacy class. And then second, uh, the webinars that we've finished are giving certificates. And those certificates are used by some of the teachers for promotions. And why do they want to be promoted? For them to move into a higher position where they can really execute what they really wanted to do for their respective schools. And then third, uh, I guess the webinar just gave me satisfaction what I really wanted as an educator. Me and my colleagues are uh, organizing a webinar that focuses on literary criticism, writing, and we're planning to invite one of the famous writer here in our country. His name is Eros Atalia. He's really famous and he is also affiliated uh, with the U.S. Embassy. He's a really great writer. You could check out his work. So that's our upcoming webinar. And personally me, I have lots of topics in my mind. After that, I was thinking to have a webinar about social studies. I'm inviting a well-known professor whose expertise is with social studies. So, yeah, that's my lineup, doctor. 
of the webinar. That's great. Okay. And the, the webinar that's um, about literary criticism, when is that one? Uh, it's still on the works, Doctor. But me and Ms. Glenn, we're planning to do it by the end. I think it will be by the end of this month or first week of November. So we don't have an exact date yet, but the idea is already in there. So we're just waiting for the date. That's great. Well, as soon as you have the date, let us know so that we can tell our listeners. Of course, doctor. You'll be the one to have the date. <laughs> That's great. Be the first one. <laughs> That's, I think it's fabulous, everything that you're doing to help the teachers. Thank you so much, doctor. I really appreciate that. Yeah. Well, you know, you talked at the beginning, you mentioned that you were, um, you had learned all of this and got so interested in it from attending a MOOC camp. Can you explain yeah. to us what is a MOOC camp? Of course, doctor. I would love to share a uh, MOOC camp as what I mentioned, Massive Open Online Course. It is a camp created by uh, fellow MOOCers. We call ourselves MOOCers, and we are in a MOOC family. <laughs> That's how we consider ourselves, because here in the Philippines, you might have heard that Filipinos are really hospitable. So even if we are not related by blood, we, treat each other as a family. So this MOOC camp is created by MOOCers who finished a MOOC course. There's one facilitator would appreciate that. So going back, doctor, uh, there's one facilitator. The members could be up to 50 teachers because me personally, I could accommodate that number of teachers. So uh, we are taking three courses provided by top universities from the United States and also from Asia because we took a course that was provided by, if I'm not mistaken, in China. So we are taking up this course for five weeks, okay? The first week would be, you know, the orientation and then there includes the first module, second, third, and then the fourth week, there's still the module. And then on the fifth week, there would be module and an outreach activity. Before this pandemic situation happened, doctor, uh, my outreach activities includes seminar because it's a face-to-face -face setup. So it's still called seminar. Trainings. And we even do gift giving to those children who are, are or as what we call out of school youths because the request of Rello of the US Embassy here in Manila their their only request is that they wanted to see that we give it back to those who are really in need they're not asking for any money actually we're doing this doctor for free this That's is great. yeah this is free of charge, if you allow me to say that, but it is from the heart. Yeah, that's how it works, doctor. The webinar is, uh, uh, it is a face-to-face -face setup, and then there is also the online setup because you need to answer some of the questions, watch some videos, so it is considered as blended learning. So that's how it really works, doctor. 
And now that, um, and during the pandemic, you moved the things that you normally did in person, you're now doing online? Yes, doctor. Actually, we're the, there's an ongoing MOOC course. Uh, it is entitled the uh, for Teachers. Uh, was, it's a little bit long, but the main focus of that is to train the teachers uh, as a trainer. So not just a teacher, but as a trainer, because as a teacher, we should be able to provide seminars, just like what I'm doing in the MOOC camp. So there is this MOOC course provided by uh, Arizona State University, and it's starting already. And our setup would be online. And then for our outreach activity, of course, what we can only do would be a webinar. So... It would be in a separate groups, and then each group would think of a webinar that they could share. So that's the new setup, the new normal, as what we call. <laughs> that's great. Okay, and I'm curious about a couple of things that you mentioned. So I'm going to ask a couple questions. Yes, you say gift giving, and where are you getting the gifts that you're giving? Oh, where it is from the own budget of the teachers. One of my mookers said, oh, Sir Brian, I have a great idea. Why don't we do a gift giving? However, what we're going to give to the out-of-school youths are school supplies, books that they could read during their free time. And after hearing that, doctor, that's the magic happened. Magic mm -hmm. happened after that. So uh, we provided... Uh, school supplies to this out-of-school youths. It's not that much because we get it from our own budget. We we don't ask for financial assistance usually, not, not only if it will be a big event, but usually if it's being done on a certain camp, just for example, my camp, okay? Mm -hmm. We're just using our own budget. Whatever amount that you wanted to share, that's it. Mm -hmm. But if you need funding for something, have, can you ask the RELO for of funds? Course. Yes, yes, doctor, we could. Because we have our, uh, as what we call the MOOC father. He's the one who started the MOOC here in the Philippines, uh, Dr. Romualdo Mabuan. Uh, we could seek for his assistance so that he can forward the request to RELO so that they can check it out and they never disregard, they never say no whenever it is for education. That's great. Yes. I, I have found that I've worked a lot with the Relos and they're, they love to make sure that our, the teachers are benefiting, the students are benefiting. They, they do like to help a lot. So I'm, it's great that you are working so, so much with the Relo office in, in Manila. That's awesome. Yes, doctor. We really love the Rello family. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Okay, so Brian, what projects are you working on right now? Well, the current projects that I'm uh, doing right now, first and foremost, doctor, is the MOOC, the mm -hmm. MOOC camp that we have here. Second to E is my podcast. Mm -hmm. I try to be in touch with all the educators that I'm meeting because I'm not after numbers, doctor. What I, like I, what I mentioned during your interview in my podcast, I just want to interview 
an educator from all the countries around the globe because that's my goal to have every educator but i'm very lucky that i already have two americans two how will i say this two panamanians <laughs> and then uh yeah that's that's the second thing that i am uh one of my projects and then uh the volunteer work in uh pplc and uh what else the webinars that we are promoting mm -hmm. uh i can uh i can do the webinar on my own doctor but then i always consider my team because this team we've started and we already produced 12 webinars actually doctor i haven't mentioned that we have invited dr stephen Krashen as our yeah, speaker I've heard about that <laughs> and we even collaborated with nigeria and with morocco so Excellent. it's an accomplishment doctor that i did with the uh with the help of my team so i can do webinar on my own but i'm always considering them so those are my projects now doctor the mooc camp my uh the webinars and then the pplc okay and um can you provide me with the links for those projects so that i can okay. share them with our um especially i think our our um our listeners might be interested in the links to the oh, webinars okay. that you've done. I'm really excited to share it with you, doctor, because you know, spreading is the new normal now. Spreading good news, doctor, not spreading anything, right? Exactly. Spreading the good news. <laughs> the only thing we want to spread is good news. Yes. Yes, doctor, that's right. <laughs> I love it. Okay, yeah. So yes, just um, send me those links whenever you can. And um, I will then I will put them in the notes for our for our um, listeners. Okay, that yes, sounds, doctor. Yes, I already have the link for your podcast, so I will be definitely Thank putting you so that so that your so that our listeners can find you. So where can our listeners find you? Well, <laughs> first and foremost, if only you could visit our beautiful that's the only term that i would use for our country it's a really beautiful country if you could visit here in the philippines message me brian atensha okay i would be going to your place because i really wanted to meet people not for personal reasons but i really to i really wanted to meet them to learn new things because that's one of my advocacies and then you could search me through facebook Brian Atencia, that's A-T-E-N-C-I-A for my last name. Brian, just like my idol, Kobe Bryant. <laughs> also on my uh, podcast, Inspiring Educators, it is now uh, on Spotify and on Anchor app. There are lots of links in there. And also you could look for me through the links that Dr. Rhodes would be sharing, because those are the links that I usually use to promote. Okay, great. Well, then we will have our listeners find you in these many locations, and hopefully in the near future, they'll be able to visit you in the Philippines. 
I'm sure we would love to go to the beautiful Philippines. I know it's one of the places on my list. <laughs> oh, thank you so much, doctor. As uh, after this uh, pandemic situation, as long as I'm available, message me. I would love to be your tour guide. <laughs> well, hopefully one day that will happen. Yes, doctor. Thank you so much for taking the time to meet with me today. And thank you again <laughs> for everything. I'll see you soon. No worries, doctor. See you soon. Bye-bye. Okay. Well, we learned a lot of great information about organizing a MOOC camp from Bryant today. So let's look at his top teaching tips. First of all, if you can, if you have the ability, um, I recommend and he recommends um, contacting the RELO office or the Regional English Language Office uh, in your region. So if you have one nearby or if you can look up, if you go to the U.S. Embassy website and we'll put the link in the um, in the notes to the general site for um, all of the RELO offices, but look for the one that's specific to your region and contact them and tell them that you're interested in getting a group of teachers together and facilitating a MOOC camp to help them with some of the amazing MOOCs that the RELO office offers. And that's the first step, I think, if you want to do this. Of course, it's not required that you use the MOOCs that are designed by RELO, but um, most of them are, have you in mind as an English language teacher. That's who they're designed for. And they would love to help you. And they may, as, as Bryant talked about, that sometimes there's some funding available if there's something that you would like to do with the group of teachers. So something to consider. And I would, I would say they could also help you to gather more teachers together and get them interested in your um, MOOC camp. So it's a, I think the first place to start is to contact your local RELO. Um, think about having a seminar. So a place that you either meet in person or online to talk about the MOOC that you've been um, watching. And usually these um, MOOCs are several weeks that you're going to learn something every week. And every time you meet, you're gonna discuss what you learned that week. So think about either where you're going to have your seminar uh, or um, what platform you're going to use to have your seminar and what time you're going to have your weekly seminar so that you can discuss what you learned that week in the MOOC. And um, as he mentioned, have an outreach activity that you want to have related to what you're learning in the MOOC. So have, so create, think about what you can do in your local area as an outreach activity. And you may also want to consider gift giving. So if you either have your own funds or if you have funds that are available from RELO, you want to think about how you can give back to your community and help um, help others learn and benefit from what you've learned in the MOOC. So these are some things, the top teaching tips that we learned from Bryant this week. Check it out. And of course, don't forget about the TTLT workshop pronunciation tips, which is going to be held November 20th at 11 p.m. GMT, which is at 4 p.m. Pacific Daylight Savings Time for Nicole. And um, Nicole will be leading this workshop 
at her time at 4 p.m. Pacific um, Daylight Savings Time on November 20th for everyone who is a TTELT member. So if you don't have your membership yet, don't forget to sign up. And of course, we'll have the link to sign up in the notes. And I want to thank um, our fellow teach, teaching and podcasting friends. I know I have mentioned this before, but I really want to thank Bryant um, Atencia for interviewing me um, for his podcast, Inspiring Educators. And also uh, thank Armin for interviewing me for his podcast and helping to spread the word of our project, TTELT. So the more people know about it, the better. If you, of course, if you want to be part of the TTLT team, um, let us know about a tip that you'd like to share, a journal article or blog that you'd like us to read and discuss. You can even recommend yourself or someone else to be interviewed. And if you just have questions, comments, or suggestions, please send us a message on voicemail at ttelt.org. And if I haven't told you before, if you look for that little mic on ttelt.org in the lower right-hand corner, um, if you click on that, you can send us a voice message. And either, like I said, you can send us any ideas you have about teaching tips, or you can ask a question and we'll try to answer it. We'll get back to you as soon as we can. We may even answer it in, in an episode. And you can always send us an email at tteltinfo at gmail.com and subscribe to our podcast and YouTube channel. Don't forget to join our Facebook group, TTELT, and follow us on Twitter at TTELT1 and on Instagram at t.telt. We hope to see you at many of these places and keep you informed in everything that's happening in TTELT. Thanks for tuning in. See you next time.